Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Rogue Muslim and this one is the final, final, final Ramadan check-in. Um, I hope you've enjoyed hearing the journeys that, that all the participants have been going through and this week we hear the final check-in um, of a few of the folks who had been participating and kind of hearing where they're at now that Ramadan is over and how they continue to keep the spirit of Ramadan alive and um, hopefully bask in the gift that keeps on giving. So I'm not going to keep the introduction long because I'm excited for you to hear these final check-ins and um, I hope that post-Ramadan life is good for you how are you feeling like are you feeling a spiritual slump are you still on a spiritual high or obviously has it ebbed and flowed how are you keeping um you know your goals intact or um you know any of the goals that you had planned for the rest of the year since Ramadan um just yeah, like, let me know, message me on Instagram, and if you want me to share it, I can also share it on my stories, message me on Twitter, I'll retweet that if you're comfortable with it, uh, email me, I mean, whatever, I genuinely would love to hear, because I think that the more we keep the conversation going, the more we keep the spirit of Ramadan alive, and, um, really help to, it might help to feel like we're part of an ummah rather than ummahs, um, and to, kind of keep everyone accountable because I think that's what I really loved about Ramadan is that it was an opportunity for me to be kept accountable by my fellow um, um, Muslims around the world and uh, yeah so I would really enjoy hearing that and helping to keep each other accountable in a respectful manner yeah not in like that what bashing kind of manner um so here are the questions, if you don't remember, for the last episode. Uh, so the first question is, how did the month go for you? Were you able to achieve your goals? What has this month taught you for the year ahead? And how do you plan to implement that? What is the biggest thing you've learned about yourself? What does Ramadan mean to you after the month was over? How can the month of Ramadan and what you have learnt better the state of the Ummah slash justice for all? And then if anyone had any last reflections. So I do hope that you enjoy hearing it. And thank you so much for the support that you have um, been showing just through uh, listening to the podcast. It's definitely increased in numbers, so I really appreciate that. Um, through support on Instagram and engaging with the posts or the stories or through Twitter and engaging with the tweets um, and sharing your thoughts and reflections. I genuinely appreciate it. And now that we're back to regularly... Actually, I was going to say regularly themed content, but no, this is probably the only regular themed content that happened. Was that even English? Um... Now that we're back to a normal uh, rogue Muslim content, and that, I don't know where I'm going with this sentence, oh my god. I've also tried to film this film. See, there you go. I've also tried to record this introduction at least five times now, so god knows what's going to come out of my mouth at this point. Um, 
basically, Ramadan series is over. We're going to get back to regular interviews. So if you know anyone that you think should be interviewed or you would ha- you have a project that you would like to share or, um, you know, a topic that you're really passionate about, definitely, 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 definitely um, connect with me because I would love to know what's going on. I mean, I'm trying to keep up through Instagram and Twitter, but there's always so much going on or there's some niche things that I the algorithms don't put on my timelines. Um, so I'm not really aware about, so yeah, please definitely get in touch. I would love to connect with you folks. Um, and yeah, without further ado, here is the final Ramadan check-in. I hope you enjoy. Assalamu alaikum. This is Eamon again. For this last Ramadan check-in, I just wanted to reflect on a saying by Ernest Hemingway that I came across in Ramadan that was like an aha moment for me. The saying goes, There is nothing noble in being superior to your fellow man. True nobility is being superior to your former self. And for me, when I read that, it was just like, wow, this is Ramadan in a nutshell. But you realize that you're all really one. Everyone's struggling together in fasting, in becoming a better person, getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And at the same time, you're struggling within yourself to become a better person. And the essence of this month is to realize that while you're all the same, your true nobility comes from whether or not you come out of this month becoming a better person. And Honestly, I really miss Ramadan, but I know that the real test is what we do now. What we take from that month and what we are able to implement in our daily life without that safety net that Ramadan had there for us. So while I really miss Ramadan, I'm hoping that I can implement at least one or two of the things that I learned from this beautiful month, inshallah. How did the month go? So. Um I think ultimately it went really well. It was a bit of a challenge, uh, especially um, just the kind of heat and the lack of coffee and uh, work. But um, ultimately, I think it was probably very rewarding. And I think possibly one of the best Ramadans I've had in the last easily five, six, seven years um, uh, for its spiritual fulfillment and its... um, feeling of enjoyment you know that kind of special feeling you have from them you know I think um, I kept my goals pretty simple I think one of the things I said when I was uh, doing the voice notes and check-ins for the early part of Ramadan is um, I tried to have goals which on, on a tired night when I'm home late at Hamden any of it in the daytime and I want to go to sleep and you know get on the day I still have enough energy to do this um, that would be that amount that amount of energy I have is what I'll try and have as my daily amount and goals um, and I generally kept up with that um, and so that always gives me a sense of fulfillment and completion um, but I was able to do more here and there uh, push myself more than I usually do um, and so uh, again that's what's made this Ramadan a lot better than previous ones um, and I think as well, you know, um, uh, one of the things I say is, you know, I've said to a few people is, 
like it doesn't get hotter than this Ramadan. Um, these Ramadans are summer Ramadan in Northern Europe, so the longest days almost across the world. Anywhere longer is freak than you know um, Britain. And on top of that as well, it's it's like unseasonably hot. You know, one of my colleagues, my boss, said. You know, she's going to schedule her um, summer break next time for Ramadan because it's almost always, you know, without uh, any uh, inaccuracy, hot days. So we've got the longest days um, in the world and it's also unseasonably hot. So, you know, if you could just fast, if you have fasted for Ramadan, you've done your daily prayers and you've hit most of your tarawees, you know, well done because you smashed it out. So if uh, you're doing the UK fast, the Northern European fasting, you know, uh, and, and you've, and you've uh, made it through the month, then, you know, that's enough to, I think, take away as an achievement. It's definitely taught me that um, I can go on a lot less sleep than I expect, that I don't necessarily need coffee to get work done because that's one of my bad habits. Uh, as enjoyable as it makes it, um, you know, for today to have, uh, it, it's it's not a necessity. Um, I think it's taught me as well um, that you know sometimes I used to get quite apprehensive about Ramadan, um, and uh, you know I was worrying about doing Ramadan while working, especially last year. Um, and last year I managed it a lot better than I expected, and this year the same again. And I thought, well, you know, I think this has taught me actually that. Um, uh, keeping busy and being active and being driven is often one of the most important things for a human being in a weird way you sometimes you worry about being busy but um, not being busy not having demand on you not having something to force you to grow or be disciplined can be um, as dangerous you know I found it harder managing my own time as a PhD student where no one was responsible externally for what I did with each hour of my day uh, than I do being, you know, uh, in, in the role where I'm having to be somewhere at certain times where other people are expecting certain things of me at certain times, so I have to de- deliver. So sometimes actually, yeah, you know, that's definitely been something I've taken away, that stimulus and stimuli can, can be important uh, to, to help a human being grow, to help me grow. I think I've learned about myself that, um, you know, uh, I've got more capacity than I anticipate. Um, and that uh, I could adapt a lot better than I anticipate. You know, um, the break in the routine in Ramadan is massive, huge. And, you know, I stopped doing so many things that I do, for example, to chill out during the rest of the year. Um, you know, I won't be watching TV shows in the same way. I won't be um, having time to unwind in the same way. Um, I don't get to run at all. I usually do a lot of running um, as a way of relaxing and sort of switching off. Um, and you just don't have time to do any running in Ramadan. Um, and so I kind of find that actually I deal with the changing habits and changing routines a lot better than I expect. Um, and I definitely take that away from uh, uh, Ramadan. I did actually apply in a few other circumstances when I was worried about whether or not I can handle this massive different routine for a few days or even longer. Um, I kind of remember Ramadan. I think, well, now if I can do it for Ramadan, I can do it elsewhere. I think uh, Ramadan will always mean barakah, uh, that blessing, that unnameable quantity or quality, that little kind of um, subtle feeling um, that you just can't describe and you can never describe in words, but makes everything taste sweeter uh, so that even when you're hungry, you're tired, you're hot, you're exhausted and you've got this long day of work behind you or ahead of you, um, that feeling of barakah and blessing that you have is absolutely um, what I associate with Ramadan in the summer especially I think um, one of the things about Ramadan that is uh, 
uh, important, I feel, to take away is the kind of the relationship between the personal and the public. You know, we do this act of personal piety to fast, and then there's also the public acts of worship, whether that's Tarawih or the five daily prayers, or breaking your fast with family, friends, community members, whether it's discussing it, um, or uh, you know, sharing the experience of doing it with other Muslims. Um, and I think that is something which um, does unite people, experiences unite people, uh, shared experiences unite people as well. And so I would, um, you know, hope that uh, every Ramadan, as an Ummah, we kind of get stronger, get more united, feel each other's shared experiences in regard to the difficulty, as well as the barakah and blessing, the rewards of fasting, personally as well as in the Akhirah. Um, and I think that unity can be a precursor to more important shifts in egalitarianism and justice for us all, inshallah. And uh, that obviously has implications in terms of the way in which sometimes Muslim denominations argue with each other, the way in which we address political issues. Um, you know, I think recognizing how important it is for us to kind of have these shared experiences, to have these moments of reflection where we think about what's really important. Uh, whether it's uh, breaking the fast um, or even making the intention to fast in the mornings beforehand um, I'm trying to carry that kind of special attitude um, into everything we do How did the month go for you? So overall the month, alhamdulillah, went really well I had a great um, overall vibe to the month I didn't end up fasting as often as I thought I would be fasting um, given that I had a breastfeeding baby but overall alhamdulillah I thought it was a really good month and I came out of it feeling really rejuvenated right was I able to achieve my goals um, I think all the goals I kind of set in the month is something that I'm kind of working towards um, continuously anyway so like I think one of my goals was like waste reduction um, which is something that I'm still constantly working on I think um, it was heightened obviously during the month but that's still something that I'm working towards but I would say that overall in terms of what I wanted to accomplish in terms of like doing things with my kids and getting them to read surahs and pray and be a little bit more involved um, um, I think that was achieved so yeah that was that what has this month taught you for the year ahead how do you plan to implement that that is a good question what has it taught me about the year ahead um, I'm going to get back to that question What's the biggest thing you have learned about yourself? Hmm. I think I might have mentioned it in my last check-in, but I feel like this month I really came to a sense of peace and balance with myself in terms of just appreciating where I am at, in, that, in that time and in that moment. Um, and whether that's regards to how I practice my Islam or... Um, express my Islam, what have you, um, I think I've just come to a place of peace where I'm not so hard on myself thinking, oh, I'm a bad Muslim because I don't do this, or I'm a bad Muslim because I don't wear my hijab like this, or, you know, it's things that I really used to kind of beat myself up over that I've just kind of like, you know, grown into myself and just said, you know what, this is who I am, 
and for better or for worse Allah knows what's in my heart and I'm good with that in terms of that personal relationship um what does Ramadan mean to you after this month I feel that Ramadan is always going to be a favorite time of year for me it's always going to be sort of that benchmark for me to like have a sort of a renewal spiritual renewal and rejuvenation um and I think it'll always um be that sort of like really festive most wonderful time of the year always inshallah how can the month of how can the month of Ramadan and what have you learned better what have you learned better the state of the ummah justice for all um, I definitely think during Ramadan, the sort whole concept of justice for the Ummah and justice for, in general, um, for ourselves and communities is something that is a lot more heightened during Ramadan. I think we live in a paradigm or a time um, where um, we're especially sensitive to these issues. We're seeing such, you know, stark disparities and delineations between communities and um, it's it's really heartbreaking. Um, so I think that's something that is heightened during Ramadan. But even outside of Ramadan, that we're just constantly going to have to keep on keeping on to ensure that justice isn't some sort of lofty concept um, and an abstract an idea. But it's justice is a verb, and justice is something that we need to practice constantly. And hold ourselves accountable, hold our communities accountable, and hold, like, you know, our communities accountable. And let me go back to the question I didn't answer. So what has this month taught you for the year ahead, and how do you plan on implementing that? You know what? Now that I've thought about it a little bit, I think I want to, you know, I, 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 I kind of alluded to, I think, in my last check-in, too, about being a Ramadan Muslim in a lot of ways in that, you know, I do tend to get in the spirit of Ramadan and get extra muslim and, like, um, I really want to, looking at the year ahead, to try and impart certain traditions, um, Islamic traditions, in my daily life. So it, whether that's really making the effort to always wake up for Fajr. Fajr is a two rakat prayer and I am the worst at getting up for Fajr. So, um, and during Ramadan, that was something that, well, obviously you're up for Sahur, you might as well stay up for, for Fajr, but that's something that, you know, I tend to slack on throughout the year until Ramadan trickles around again. So I'm really trying to make that effort to take that time I think early in the morning because when I do get up and I do have that time that's actually there's a reason why I think that is you know the most revered prayer in Islam or at least I think there's some sort of hadith or something like that that the the most auspicious prayer of the day is the Fajr prayer and I really think there's a wisdom to that that maybe even we don't fully comprehend um there's something about the energy at that time and um there's a wisdom in that that Allah knows better than we know ourselves and I really want to start kind of implementing that into my daily practice um and I've been trying to haven't been meeting my target I must admit truthfully but it is something that I'm working towards and trying to make an effort um in the year ahead so how did the month go for you oh 
month of Ramadan went very well. Um, I guess it's, you can uh, distribute it into three phases, the beginning, the middle, I guess it's the peak, and then the end once it finishes. Um, so overall it was a very blessed month, uh, lots of blessings, um, and I guess divine gifts. <laughs> the opportunity to, uh, to be able to fast first of all, to observe the fasting. To be able to participate also with local community and also the wider global community at large, and there's a nice feeling of unity and togetherness. So overall, it went very well. So was I able to achieve uh, the goals I set out? Um, yeah, some of them I did. Um, so being able to observe the um, five daily prayers according to the time, um, the timing schedule. Uh, that became a little bit more easier to observe because uh, we're a bit more, um, I would say, more alert. Um, we had a bit of, I guess, the sleep deprivation helped as well to stay up during the night and to perform extra additional prayers and du'as and things like that. Um, in terms of reciting the Quran um, entire, entirely, uh, I wasn't able to finish that off. Um, I think just down to some schedule that I had. It's, uh, unfortunately, we couldn't finish that, but it's still ongoing. Um, in terms of learning some of the chapters of by heart, once again, same thing, still uh, working on that. Um, so hopefully, inshallah, we'll be able to memorize the chapters in mind very soon, inshallah. So what has this month taught you for the year ahead? Well, the holy month of Ramadan has actually kind of been like a mini uh, mini course, I guess, a PhD course, <laughs> one can say. Um, a life course, lots of life lessons, etc. Um, it's uh, it's taught me life is very short. Time passes very, very quickly. Um, as I noticed, the holy month passed like a flash split seconds it came and went very very quickly um, so it told me the value of time uh, to be able to plan and make use and utilize you know, every moment uh, that we've been blessed with um, it's also taught me to be able to appreciate the community members the local and global uh, we're all connected and we should use that as a you know, it's something very a valuable resource, um, and also for connecting to the wider world as well. Um, on that basis of um, humanistic values, etc. Um, and one more thing, Tad, it's uh, also taught me that if you set mini goals, so or you have goal setting, uh, which is more realistic, um, there's more chance that you become more productive and that you can achieve uh, some of those goals that you set for yourself and if you don't at least you've you know you've got you've set yourself to a certain distance you've projected yourself which is I think valuable in and by itself um, so how do I plan to in implement that um, I think once again it goes back to goal setting um, setting manageable realistic goals which are you can um, you can start immediately I guess 
and work on a day-by-day basis um, and plan your schedule according to that. Um, but in relation to Ramadan itself, I think it's, you know, you arrange your work schedule or your daily schedule according to daily prayers so your life revolves around that and it becomes a bit more easier to some extent you know you have more your, your time's blessed in that sense so what is the biggest thing you have learned about yourself I think that's a very big question um, in and by itself um, would require a bit more introspection <laughs> so, um, but I guess biggest thing would be that um, I guess food and sleep is important for uh, for me as a human <laughs> that's the material aspect uh, myself but also the spiritual nourishment is also just as important um, you know without the other you can't you're, you're not a human in retrospectively um, you know the human has some spiritual aspects and also material aspects, you know, so both of them need to be in balance. So I guess that that's quite important for myself. Um, that need to have that balance, strike that balance, all the golden mean. So what does Ramadan mean to you after this month? Well, um, I think I can honestly say that Ramadan now, since it has passed, it means. Um, once again, it's that opportunity of potency. So there's potential. There's no limit whatsoever. It's according to how much you put in yourself, your effort. You can reap the reward. Um, but it, it feels like it's a very, very close and intimate friend um, has come and left very, very swiftly. Misses that particular uh, friend, so it has that kind of meaning for me. It's an opportunity, I guess, a manifestation of mercy. So, any last reflections? Well, um, I understood that um, I have a particular connection, personal connection, to the Holy Month, um, and I look forward to it to come again very, very soon bit like Christmas <laughs> obviously without the Christmas tree or Christmas uh, turkey as they say um, yeah, but it, I do look forward to it coming again very very soon so inshallah fingers crossed that we'll, we'll be healthy and able to participate uh, in the Holy Month again inshallah Assalamu alaikum this is Noor from this Muslim Girl podcast series I think to answer the first question, I would say that Ramadan was, alhamdulillah, it was good. And I think that in being honest, it wasn't what I had hoped in terms of reaching certain goals and spending my time wisely. I had just started a new job a few months prior, so I feel like a lot of things got in the way and I had a family wedding right after Ramadan as well. So, um, Alhamdulillah, it went well, but I think I could have spent a lot more time and got a lot more things that I had like on a list of goals um, 
done, but that's fine, inshallah. Inshallah, Allah gives me the opportunity to fulfill them next Ramadan. In terms of the goals that I did achieve, um, those that I could that weren't maybe as time-consuming or that I was able to um, find the time to do them either because I was already at the masjid or um, with other people. It was it was mainly like learning more and just having more insight, reflecting, writing more. So I think I was able to meet some of those like kind of small goals. In terms of what the month taught me for the year ahead and how I plan to implement it, I think it's just managing my time and always finding something that um, is interesting to me and that can entertain me but also benefit me as well. For example, I don't or can't make it to a uh, Juma because of my work. And as a woman, it's not mandatory for me to attend. So I try not to miss the opportunity to, um, you know, witness and hear a khutbah. So what I do is I have different subscriptions on YouTube to people who put out their um, weekly khutbahs. Or I'll just find something online that's already available, like a lecture. And I always usually remember on Fridays because that's when I get the text messages and all these things of saying Jum'ah Mubarak from like my parents and you know maybe some families over some family overseas but I try to spend either my drive listening to a podcast or when I come home and I'm winding down I'll listen to it or even in the morning when I'm getting ready so that's kind of hopefully what I'm trying to stay consistent with throughout the year is not really having a a large gap in which I'm not learning or I'm not um, letting myself uh, I guess relearn or grasp like memorize certain things because you can hear something in a lecture and then like you know in a few months forget it so actually like absorbing the content Um, what does Ramadan mean to you after this month I mean like I said I think in the earlier recordings Ramadan has always been more of like a recharge for me it's been more of a new year for me than the actual turn of the new year and so it's just it's such a great time and opportunity to reflect so much on who you are as a person and who do you really want to be and what values do you have and are the people you're around or the things that you do and the actions that you take and how you spend your time does that all reflect the values that you want or have And is it attracting the good and the positivity that you want in your life? And so every year I feel like it gets better in terms of self-discovery. But I think becoming a better Muslim and sticking to it is not, it doesn't necessarily, excuse me, get better. It's just a constant process, alhamdulillah. last thing is is any last reflections I think well first I want to thank the rogue Muslim for putting on an initiative and bringing together people from different parts of the world and allowing us to talk about our experience as well as allowing us to hear and get an insight view on an insightful view on other people's experiences around the world 
I really love how raw, I guess, these type of recordings are because I'm not editing them. I don't believe she's editing them. Um, but my, my last reflection would probably just be in this process of not only having goals in Ramadan and what I'm doing, but also knowing that I'm speaking to other people about it and trying to be as honest as possible and real, that we're so connected and we have a lot more resources, I guess you can say, within amongst each other as Muslims, even if we are in different countries, different states, different cultural backgrounds, or even speak different languages. You know, we are we are a resource of support and a resource of empowerment for each other. And I think that's something that I'm becoming more and more grateful for as I'm realizing it, especially since I started podcasting and then getting to know other podcasters and those who value, um, you know, the Islamic teachings and incorporating that and discussing that and highlighting that into the content and the work that we put in. So, alhamdulillah, and I, I hope that anything that I've shared has been helpful in any way. Um, Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi How did the months go for you? For me, Ramadan went pretty well, I think. I fasted for every single day, except for two days. And um, during fasting, it's taught me lots of amazing things. Like, I sort of understand now how people who cannot afford anything feel. And it's just, it was great fasting. And also, at the end of Ramadan, I collected lots of Eidi, so that was really, really fun. I mean, it's not the most important thing, but still, I thought it was worth noting. Were you able to achieve your goals? I did achieve my goals. I think I did definitely improve my akhlaq. And as for my sister, well, I mean, I'm usually now much, very nice to her. Um, but you know, we still do fight a bit, but it's definitely improved since the beginning of the month. What has this month taught you for the year ahead? How do you plan to implement that? This month has taught me a variety of things. It's taught me that everyone in this world struggles with something water shortage or anything and uh, to help that I'm gonna try and give even more zakat and do as much good as I possibly can uh, it's also taught me that um, that patience is very very difficult but incredibly rewarding like Ramadan, it's an ultimate test, test of patience. Uh, you have to wait for a very long time and you have to eat, but uh, it is in the end very, very rewarding. And I can use that in many other things. Like instead of just you know taking the easy way out, be patient and then I can wait and I can get a better reward. Uh, it's also taught me that yes, I can. At first I thought, oh my gosh, how am I going to live 18 to 20 whole hours without food? 
And then I do it, and I realize, yes, yes, I can do it. And that's the mindset that I'll use, try to use in all the things I do. Uh, if I'm too scared to do it, I'll just think back to Ramadan and I'll think, yes, yes, I can do it. If I can live 18 to 20 hours without food, I'm sure I can do this. What is the biggest thing you've learned about yourself? About myself, I've learned that I can do many, many things. I can push past my limits if I work hard enough. I am capable of so much more than what's in my mind. And it's Ramadan assures that. I mean, uh, fasting, doing so many things. It's waking up so early for Fajr every single day, which I do now. And it's just uh, human beings were capable of so much more than we let ourselves think of. So, you know, just push past that barrier. What does Ramadan mean to you after this month? After Ramadan, Ramadan to me is it's a month you reflect upon yourself, you reflect upon the world, you, um, when you fast, you think about all those who are in need of so much more than what they need. They need a lot of things that they don't have. And also, it's a month in which you build your akhlaq. It's when you become a better person. How can the month of Ramadan and what you have learned better the state of justice for all? Well, what I've learned about how Ramadan helps you see that, you know, there's so many places in the world where people don't have food to eat for dinner or water to drink at all well clean water to drink at least they have to drink very very dirty water that has all diseases and it's just very sad Ramadan allows you to see that and when you see that you realize oh my gosh how have I been living like this for so long I need to do something I need to help Ramadan allows you to see that and that's how Ramadan can help improve the state of justice at the moment because right now you have people like billions of dollars and people who can't even afford food or water to drink so um, by fasting it allows you to see what's going on in the world and you know that could definitely help any last reflections yes actually I would just like to say like Allah, he has given us so much. He has given us food, water, shelter, clothes, clean, everything. You know, and we have the, we have so much. And just the only thing that we really need to work on is to give, to give. When we learn, if we all learn to give more than we take, then inshallah, the world would definitely a much, be a much, much better place.
Okay, so that was it for the final check-ins. I hope you,、um, you know, learned something, enjoyed being a part of everyone's journeys, and felt a part of、um, a community. If, like I said, if you want to share your reflections, I would really love to hear, and I think everyone else could really benefit from it. So please, definitely do share them. If you want to support the Rogue Muslim, please subscribe to the podcast and review it. It genuinely helps. It's a way of supporting Muslim content makers or just Muslims in general. I know it can be a little bit overwhelming to see how we can lend our support to each other, and I think this is one practical step in which、um, everyone can do so. And and not just me, but any Muslim content maker, any Muslim. Podcaster, any anyone in general doesn't have to be labeled with、uh, Muslim, but yeah, I genuinely really would appreciate a review. It takes two minutes. You can do it from your podcasting platform that you listen to,、um, and you can leave a hopefully five star rating and、um, a review. And it also helps me understand what your thoughts are towards the podcast and kind of things that. Um, you know if it's going in the right direction or not, because I'm still learning from this, right? So,、um, yeah, I would genuinely really appreciate that. We've got a few, and I would love to see that increase a bit more.、Um, so you can do that by way of support. You can also email me at theroguemuslim@gmail.com.、Uh, my Twitter and.、Uh, Uh, Instagram handle are and Facebook are just at the Rogue Muslim and I'm pretty active on there. So、um, if you ever want to chat or if you want to leave me suggestions or just kind of engage with the posts, feel free to do so. So I think that's it. I'm going to go down and clean now because that's that's a life thing that needs to be done. Um. So yeah. There was that necessary bit of information that I know has enriched your life, but until next week,、um, please take care of yourself, and I hope you have a really、um, a good week, better than the last one. Bye.